Meticulous was the planning for the Trump administration declared uh, May 1st uh, withdrawal. Oh, thank you, Congressman. Uh, we uh, we inherited a deadline. We did not inherit a plan. I can still get on a plane to Boston or California and nobody's going to check me. Do you think that needs to change? Well, that's on the consideration. Uh, turn it back to you, man. I guess that's who I'm turning it back to. I don't know. Who, anyway, whoever used to do the talk. The freedom is back in style. Welcome. The revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. Sean Hannity. The new, the new Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news and more bold, inspired solutions for America. This is a special edition of the Sean Hannity Show. America trapped behind enemy lines. Day number 32. If it's Simple Man, if it's Leonard Skinner, and it's Wednesday, that means all things Bill O'Reilly, BillOReilly.com for all things O'Reilly. You know, I've come to the conclusion that I am by far a more simple guy than you are. That you are very complicated, and I'm I'm the simple guy here. So really, that would be more. That would be more. That would be a more appropriate song for introducing me. You're well, complicated. I don't know if simple is the right word. I, I don't know if simple is the right <laughs> word for you. I think there are other words we might apply to you. Okay, um, you want to? Do they, what, what letters do they begin with, Bill? We can go through the alphabet. <laughs> nah, you're not going to draw me into that. When I uh, say I'm, when I say I'm a simple man, it's it's very well defined. I go from A to B to C. When you were in high school, I think it was Pius, right on Long Island. That's correct. Right. Saint Pius the Tenth Prep Seminary. Right. So you were you were taught as I was at Chaminade that you start with a premise and then logically you go to another premise. You're assuming That's, I showed up at school, but go ahead. Yeah. Right. And one of the reasons that you didn't show up at school was that was too complicated for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 the com- Bill, the complicated part, especially in my the, my eleventh and twelfth grade was that I was tending bar, and last call was 4 a.m., and I didn't leave till 4.30 a.m., and then the choice was go to a diner, read the newspapers, go to school, or go home and go to sleep. Um, I think you could figure out which one won out a lot. Yes, and I mean, and if you can be a uh, successful um, commentator on radio and television with your background, that proves America is the best country that's ever existed. <laughs> it's a miracle. I'm listen. I'm not disagreeing with you. Let me play for you um, something here, Mr. O'Reilly, because I'm very, I'm very concerned about these charges as it relates to General Milley. Uh, you know the deep, profound respect that 
I know you share with me for our military. I love our military. But the we now have this book coming out by Bob Woodward and Robert Costa, the Washington Post. And you know what it's like. You, you've sold more bestsellers than, than anybody I know, especially your Killing Series, number one bestsellers. And so they, by the time you finish the book and you get it to be printed, it's months that pass by. What they are describing is an insurrection, an attempted coup, undermining constitutional order, direct contact with the enemy, aid and comfort to an enemy. That what Woodward is describing in this book would be that Millie is a traitor. Now, either they're lying or Milley uh, did these things, and if he did, it should have profound consequences. He's the chairman of the Joint Chiefs. If he'd be tipping off American allies, in, in this case, a hostile regime like China, if, in fact, we needed to use military uh, action, or Donald Trump did, and assert the constitutional authority of a president. Let me play Rand Paul's comments on it. If you're calling up our adversaries and saying, we think the president is such a loose cannon that he might bomb you, that actually puts them on red alert. And actually, if there happens to be, which there are instances where there are false warnings of attacks and we have to talk to each other, if we have a general calling China and say, our president is liable to unleash nuclear weapons mm-hmm. on you or unleash an attack on you, that makes any kind of accidental war even more likely by him ginning up the game. It's a terrible thing, very dangerous. But just by defying the chain of command, it gets outside of uh, what we have as a constitutional republic. It should be immediately ordered uh, into a room for an interview, not just a press interview, for an interview with Polygraph, which yep. we do often for our intelligence officials. And he needs to be asked, did you call the Chinese government in defiance to your commands? Did you warn them or insinuate to them that the president might attack them? That's incredibly dangerous to the country, to the yeah. world, and if, yeah. true, and if true, treasonous. We need a commission to investigate his role. I want to know Nancy Pelosi's role. And I also, if in fact it's not accurate and Woodward and Costa have it wrong, how could the Washington Post sit on that story for months so that they can make money when it's when it's an issue of that importance for national security? Well, it's a lot of questions there you're asking. So let me take it one by one. Um, the Woodward book, like his last book, is almost 100% anonymous sources. And how it works is that you go into a publisher, the publisher comes to you, you give them an outline of what you want to do, and then you execute it. And obviously, Woodward has made a lot of money, millions of dollars, in bashing Donald Trump. That's what he does. That's what he's done for years. Now, as far as Milley is concerned, the general put out a statement today that he didn't do anything wrong that he was conducting his duties as the uh, top military person in the USA by reassuring other countries that there would be a peaceful transition and no madness after the January 6th incident in D.C. That's what Milley's story on the record is. It's clear to me, because I know Woodward very well, that Woodward and Costa have some kind of transcript leaked to them by the Pentagon, by Millie's people, that documents the calls. Now, in what detail, I don't know. 
but they're going to be able to document that Millie made the calls to China. Uh, they have that. And it was a leak to them. So they were told by, of course, anonymous sources, this is what the call was, that uh, Millie was telling them that uh, Trump is unhinged, but don't worry, nothing's going to happen because I'm in command, kind of like the Alexander Haig thing with Ronald Reagan way, way back. Uh, I'm in charge here. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah okay. So but this is this truth. is very different and far more nefarious than an off-the-cuff comment, and this, this occurred in the direct aftermath after President Reagan was shot. Right, but it was, Millie, this wasn't off-the-cuff. Higgs was, you're correct. So what Millie was doing, really, was that he knew that he only had two weeks left in his job. And he wanted to keep that job with Biden as Biden got inaugurated. That's what prompted Milley to make these calls so that he could go back to Biden and say, listen, I told everybody overseas just to wait until you get in and everything's going to be OK. That's why Milley did it, to keep his job. That's so your your belief is, let me be clear that I understand this, your belief is is that you think it's very likely that they have evidence, meaning Woodward and Costa, that would corroborate what they wrote in the book. I know that, they that, have that, evidence that the calls happened. They're never going to be able to corroborate what was said. Well, are there the transcripts thing. of these calls? Wouldn't we need to know that? Wouldn't a commission need to be set up to determine that? I'm not sure whether there are transcripts of the calls or not. I mean, if there are, uh, a congressional committee can easily subpoena that. So, but as far as Woodward and Costa in that zone, their process is they got the leak. Then they called some people who don't like Millie or Trump or whoever, and they gave them the story and they printed it. And so you would have to agree with me that we need a full investigation. That if, in fact, he was making these assurances to an enemy state, a hostile regime like China, if he was colluding, to yeah, use a word. he was doing that, he was subverting the process. So what should happen is the Senate Armed Services Committee tomorrow should issue a subpoena or the transcripts of any and all calls General Milley made to China from December 1st to February 1st, if you want to do it that way. And that's how we will get to the truth. Let me ask you this. On a matter of such national security importance, what are your thoughts on the Washington Post, because Costa and Woodward work for them, holding such an important national security story for a book rather than reporting it? You know, again, they're in, they're in the news business holding this story to make money and capitalize on the story rather than warn the American people, because he's still the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, that this guy might have gone rogue and usurped the constitutional order in the country, because that's what the accusation is. And, Bill, I want to be very fair here. I'm the due process presumption of innocent person, always. But it's such a severe allegation. Why did they hold it? Okay, I can only surmise but I believe they didn't know about it, the Washington Post editors, because Costa and Woodward both took leaves of absence, I understand. So they Let's weren't working say that's true, but now they know they sat on it for the book. 
Yes. Is, should there so be consequences if, for if that? Woodward and Costa, if Woodward and Costa are independently writing a book from the Washington Post, they're not working for the Post at that point, then they can withhold anything they want. Now, that being said, I don't have any regard for the Washington Post at all. I'm going to tell you something I never told anybody. That back when I left Fox News, the Washington Post killed a story about me that had all kinds of exculpatory stuff in it that their own reporters came up with. They wouldn't print it. So I despise the Washington Post. But in this case, probably the editors didn't know what Woodward and Costa had. And Woodward and Costa now have to answer it to the editors of the Washington Post, which they won't because the Post really doesn't care. It's, it raises a lot of questions. It's such a severe allegation that if we don't get to the bottom of it, it is, to me, a very, very scary scenario for this but country. you can get to the bottom of it, Hannity, and you could do this tonight on TV, and I hope you do, by demanding that the Senate Armed Services Committee issue a subpoena for the transcripts of the calls. I am, Look, I, I've man. done that already on this program in the first hour. You should have been listening. If you were, you would have known that. Um, okay, I Marker. wasn't listening because I'm... I'm putting together my newscast for tonight. Okay, what's um, more important, my show or yours? My show by far. Show so that you made a bad decision today. More important, Kennedy, your <laughs> show is infinitely more important than anything O'Reilly. Exactly. Does. You know, quick break. We'll come back more with Simple Man, all things Bill O'Reilly at BillOReilly.com. Then your calls, 800 941. Sean, you want to be a part of the program. Schools back in session, already tons of reports and videos now showing up everywhere of activist teachers indoctrinating your kids, your grandkids. One, one teacher actually telling her students, turn off Fox News and that their parents are dumb. Wow. As we continue, Simple Man Bill O'Reilly is with us. Uh, this is what Marco Rubio said. I write with grave concern regarding recent reporting that General Mark Milley, chairman of the right. Joint Chiefs of Staff, worked to actively undermine the sitting commander-in-chief of the United States Armed Forces. We only have one commander-in-chief. And contemplated a treasonous leak of classified information to the Chinese Communist Party in advance of a potential armed conflict with the People's Republic of China. These actions by General Milley demonstrate a clear lack of sound judgment, and I urge you to dismiss him immediately. That's not due process. So with all due respect to the senator from Florida, you've got to give Milley the benefit of the doubt until you get documentation, which it, and, and I'm, you know, when you okay, told me. But that is it of such now, importance on, that on, he on. should be put hold on ice? Hold on. When you told me you did that in the first segment, I, uh, that is a patriotic thing for you to do because, because this is so serious that you can't go on the view and start spouting garbage that you don't know about. The senators have the power to subpoena transcripts that will prove one way or the other what the deuce happened. So all Americans should say, okay, let's get that done forthwith. And so we'll know. That's how we should be conducting ourselves in the federal government. Of course, is it so serious, though, Bill? This is an important question. Is it so serious he should be put on administrative leave 
pending the results of an investigation? I would say yes, I, because I believe that Milley was motivated by venal pursuits to try to keep his job in the Biden administration. I don't believe he was no mobile, uh, motivated by patriotism for his country. I think this was a self-serving move. So I would say, yeah, why don't, why don't we put him on administrative leave until we can clear it up? What's wrong with that? Because if it ends up being true in the interim, yeah. God knows what else he's capable of. Now, there's this other factor that he looked every person in the eye in this January, I believe it was eighth meeting, and made sure that they understood that he was going to undermine normal constitutional order and that everything had to go through him. They all they all apparently said yes in the affirmative. Should they all be investigated too? about they? The other joint uh, chiefs? Yes, the other the other the other high ranking military people. We have about 15 seconds. Okay. well, if the transcripts of those meetings show that, then the commander in chief, President Biden, has got to do something. What are the odds of that? Zero. All right. All things simple man. Bill O'Reilly. All things O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly dot com. This is not a simple topic. 800-941-SHAWN, toll-free telephone number. You want to be a part of the program. We'll get to your calls on this on the other side of this break. 25 to the top of the hour, 800-941-SHAWN. We'll get a, get your calls in here in a second. I don't know what it is about these uh, MSDNC, NBC News, uh, former Republicans. And this is Nicole Wallace talking about the lack of masculinity in these male Republican candidates. And I'm thinking, Linda, correct me if I'm wrong. Haven't all these woke universities been teaching classes against toxic masculinity? Am I wrong on that? No, you're not at all. I mean, it literally was like it's like a whole new study. They've been doing it for the last five years talking about now. Now we want masculinity and and men must man up and accept the results of uh, elections. Is that, that was the context? I mean, it's completely insane. I'm like, is this woman serious right now? I don't know. Let's play it. And I wonder, Jason Johnson, if you can speak to the the lack of masculinity in these male Republican candidates <laughs> who can't take a punch politically. They can't win on the merits. They're too weak and unpopular. So they cry foul. They cry rigged. It, it really goes counter to all the other bogus machismo coming out of the sort of sickest, most toxic elements of the political right. Uh, and, you know, I, I don't know what to do anymore. <laughs> Listen, we could flip the script and say, well, how would you like it if somebody said, oh, she didn't act like a lady? I mean, the the, the entire and you're world. you're not saying would... that just to be clear. I mean, no, I'm not. What I'm saying is that if somebody come on my show, we got along great. But my point is people would freak out if something like that was said. Do you know what I mean? No. Her to say the exact thing to, to her male counterparts or people who disagree, you attack them. And you attack their masculinity because they're asking a question. What I don't understand, though, is for all of the the never Trumpers, the Lincoln Project people, all of all those hardcore, they they say we're we're the real conservatives. And I'm like, you just elected the guy that's supporting New Green Deal, radical socialism, the guy that abandoned Americans behind enemy lines, that gave us open borders, that ended energy independence. Tell tell me what part of this is conservative. The, the Biden agenda that you you helped usher in and tell me, are you more offended by Donald Trump's tweeting? Sometimes he said outrageous things. The, the, the media has become the enemy of the people. They don't tell the truth. Oh, my gosh, I get the vapors. I, I you know, feigned outrage every single second minute hour of every 24 hour day, every week, every month, every year. That's all they did. Are you not more embarrassed that we abandon Americans behind enemy lines? Because I am. 
I'm embarrassed. Do you not see Joe's cognitive decline, or are you just unwilling to admit the truth that I know secretly you see it, but you just, you know, defend it politically? I don't know how you go from saying that you're a Reagan Republican to this. I really just I'm having a hard time understanding uh, that part of it. But, you know, everyone's entitled to free country. All right. Eight hundred nine four one. Sean, if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, all right. We got I love our truck. I love America's truckers. This country doesn't survive without trucking. Everything you buy in every store got there. Thanks to these great truckers that, that keep our economy moving during covid when a the, the, at the worst of this, you know, farmers farmed, packers packed, truckers trucked, and they kept the rest of us alive. Anyway, uh, we have, let's see, Jay is with us. He's driving an 18-wheeler. What's up, Jay? How are you, sir? I am not Mr. Hannity. I am six weeks older than you are. And you're, just, you're way what like more you, than I am? I'm about six weeks older. And like you, my dad was a World War II veteran. Maybe. Hey, hey, Jay, hang on a second. We got to get you off that Sports Illustrated football phone. We'll get you. Oh, we'll get right back to you. I promise. You, we'll we'll call you right back. Lisa in Texas. In the meantime, hey, Lisa, how are you? Glad you called. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for checking in. <laughs> I'm calling because I'm an emergency room nurse, and one of the things that we've been seeing is a lot of the patients who are coming in with COVID have actually been vaccinated. We ask everybody who comes through, have you been vaccinated? Yes, I've been vaccinated. And then they come back for COVID. And they are saying in the mainstream media, well, they're being overwhelmed by COVID patients. We saw maybe nine yesterday, but we are being overwhelmed by people that the mainstream media scared into not coming into the hospital. And these people are very sick. Now, you're talking about breakthrough cases. That's the majority of what you're seeing now. What percentage would you say? Um, 80 to 90 percent. Okay, so it's interesting you say that, because anecdotally, I had one of my best friends, fully vaccinated, and he got a breakthrough case. Um, And if people are interested in how he found out, he wasn't feeling good. He went to his local drugstore, got the Abbott Home COVID Test Kit. Now, it's it's still, um, it's not fully approved by the FDA, but then then he went to his doctor and he got it confirmed that he did have it. So the test was accurate in his case, and I'm told it's like 95% accurate. Anyway... And so when he went to the dock in the box or wherever he went, the emergency room, they said he asked that question. He said, well, how many cases that you're seeing are breakthrough cases? And he goes, pretty much pretty much all of them. Um, And the next step he took was he went to a local hospital. There was only one that we were able to find that Mm -hmm. that uses uh, Regeneron as a therapeutic. Why Joe Biden hasn't mentioned it more than once. He mentioned it only last week for the first time. Um, and again, I urge people to talk to their doctors. I'm not giving dispensing medical advice without a license. But anyway, he got the infusion. He felt great. And then the next 10 days of his life, he spent fishing and he sent his family to Florida so they wouldn't, you know, because it was so contagious, the Delta variant. So yeah. that's what I'm hearing. But I am hearing also that it's less severe, less need for ventilators, hospitalizations and, and fewer people dying. Is that part true, too? To an extent, but I'll tell you the best thing you can do to protect yourself is lose weight because even vaccinated, the people that we're seeing are the people, not not the slightly fluffy or overweight, but the people who are morbidly obese. And it doesn't matter if you've had the vaccine or not, it will kill you because it puts such a Nobody on wants you. to talk about it because I guess that, that term fat shaming or whatever they call it, I don't even know what it means. 
Um, because I, I've had, I have battled with diets my entire adult life. So just, I'm speaking from my own experience. But what mm-hmm. they have discovered is people that are severely overweight, um, about 75% of those that are the tougher cases. Now, I'm only giving mm-hmm. factual information that I've read, and it's just in your best interest. I know dieting is a pain in the ass. I hate it. I do it all the time. But just try, just ev- try every day. You know, I, I, yeah. I come up with the quirkiest diets in the world, and, I, and then I do use NJ when I'm really desperate. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're seeing is, you know, regardless of whether you have other health conditions, um, the people that are dying are just either heavy and um, and they are vaccinated. And that's the scariest part. Yeah, it's coming up to five o'clock in the afternoon, Eastern Standard Time. And I can tell you how many calories I had so far today. Take a guess. How many? I'm going to say twelve hundred. No, two hundred. Oh, my goodness. Mm hmm. <laughs> yep, I know. It was, it, but I'll have more after the show, I promise you. All right. But did we get our buddy Jay the Trucker back? Thank you, Lisa. Jay, are you back with us? Not much, man. What do I got do I gotta buy you like an iPhone? What do you got a sports illustrated football phone for crying out loud? No, actually it's one of these hardcore flip phones from Verizon. Man, you got an old flip phone? We got to update you. What's going on, my friend? I'll let you talk real quick. I was just curious. Like I said, I'm a lot older than you. My dad was a World War vet, too, vet in the Navy, same as yours. And I was wondering what you think your father might have said about Mr. Milley. Because I have a pretty good idea as to what my father would have said. Well, my dad was in the Navy, served four years in the Pacific. Um, like your dad. And um, I think my father, he was very quiet about it. He didn't like to talk about his war experiences. He lost close friends in that war. And he just never liked to talk about it. I used to ask him all the time. He had his World War II knife. Uh, it's now in my possession. And it's the one thing I have that I, I kind of hold and cherish because I know he did this for his country and he sacrificed. And uh, I have great pictures of him, and I have all his discharge papers and things like that. And anyway, um, I think he would be aghast. I think he'd be aghast at that possibility. Now, now we're giving him the benefit of the doubt, you know, but in the meantime, I'm sorry. These charges are so serious. I think he needs to be put on immediate administrative leave pending the results of this investigation. We need to find out. We can't risk this. I'm pretty sure my father would have reacted this way when he first heard it. He would have probably said some four-letter expletives, and that man needed to hang for what he did. Now, however, when Donald Trump said that it was fake news this, that, or the other thing, like he did, I believe my father might have backed off a bit and then given him the benefit of the doubt. But his initial reaction... I don't think he'd like that very much. Well, I, I, I ha- we have to. It's who I am. It's in my DNA. And it's served me well throughout my entire career. And that is to give people due process, the benefit of the doubt, um, believe in the presumption of innocence. But these charges are so serious. We need an immediate commission formed. We need to look into his role, the other general's roles, Pelosi's role, 
uh, because if it's true, he would be a traitor. If it's false, that means these guys lied at an incredible level and Millie should own the Washington Post and probably Amazon also. That's how severe these charges are. So anyway, I agree. Jay, I got I got to run only because your phone sucks. But, you know, we're going to buy you a better phone one of these days. All right. I agree with you. We'll keep the news on radio, sir. Thank you. All right. So, uh, you know, uh, do they still say break or I mean, breaker one nine? I have to just tell you that guy was a riot. And like when he, when he called up, he's like, my name is truck driver. I'm like, OK, <laughs> listen, think about it. Is there anything you buy for Liam or yourself that you didn't get there by no, a trucker? A hundred percent. I mean, this guy is, you know, these people are the backbone of America and they are working and hustling and busting their ass for us. People, people that are close to me, you know, have a little trucking business and they tell me how great these people are. Amazing they people. Work so they work hard. their ass off. Yes, they do. Uh, 800-941-SHAWN is our number. Quick break. We'll come back and we'll continue. More of your calls straight ahead. 800-941-SHAWN. You want to be a part of the program. Uh, day 32, Americans held hostage behind enemy lines. We'll give you an update. Uh, I've been telling you all about Balance of Nature and balanceofnature.com. And I got to tell you, I'm now using it because I can't possibly eat with my diet 10 servings of fruits and vegetables every day, which is recommended. I don't know how people do it, but it's their mission at Balance of Nature to help get all of us the right amount of daily nutrition that we need so we can, you know, boost our immune systems. That helps fight off disease. Linda, your mom's been using it five years. She doesn't even get colds. She's got more energy than both of us put together, which is nearly a mathematical impossibility. <laughs> She's doing great. You know, she was the one that turned me on to this. And when we first started working with these guys and I said, my mom uses you guys every day. She doesn't get sick anymore. She feels great. She feels healthy. And yeah, she's keeping up with the best of us. Balance of nature. They use 31 different, 100% natural, whole ripened fruits and vegetables. They grind them into capsules. They keep all the nutrients intact, which helps your body uh, get the nutrition it needs. It's that simple. Now you can call them toll free. You'll get 35% off your first preferred order and free shipping if you mention my name, Hannity. It's 800-246-8751. 800-246-8751. Or just use the web. It's balanceofnature.com. And mention my name, Hannity. Up is next. You do not want to miss it. And stay tuned for the final hour free for all on the Sean Hannity Show. All right, back to our busy telephones. Uh, let's say hi to Jesse's in Florida. Jesse has more brains than I do, paying 62 cents of every dollar I make in taxes in New York. Jesse, how are you? I'm great, Sean. Uh, good afternoon, and thank you for taking my call. Well, thank you, sir. What's going on today? Oh, not a whole lot. First, I wanted to offer my condolences on your loss to uh, for Charlie. Charlie Daniels, Rush. May they all rest in peace. Great people. Well, I appreciate it. I really do. Uh you know, Charlie Daniels is a legend, Rush a legend. You know, these are not people you could ever replace. And, uh, you know, it's sad to yeah. me when you think of it. And it's actually even, I still have not wrapped my arms around it fully. I have a very hard time dealing with death. I don't know why. I, I'm just messed up about it. 
And I believe in paradise. I believe there's a heaven. I believe in the promises in the Bible. That's my own personal belief. Um, and, uh, and I believe you'll be reunited Amen. with your loved ones. Amen to that. What's on your mind today? Well, I had called, uh, we have the border fiasco, among other things, for this administration. And uh, it caught my eye that Kamala, she doesn't have time to visit the uh, border where the problems are. But yet she flies to uh, California to support this other idiot out there. And then Biden does the same thing one day after the other. And with all the stuff going on, they should be concentrating on other problems, other uh, issues that are more of a problem for the American people. Oh, and the silly governor out there in, uh, in California. That's one Listen, of the topics. I, you know, look, I kind of knew in my heart from the very beginning that, that this was not going to be an easy lift. If it, I, I kind of felt it was impossible, to be very blunt with you. And because I see the demographics, we see the shift, we see the change. It's it is a deep, deep blue state like New York. It is a socialist utopia. And it's if it, it comes down to simple math at this point, And the fact that anybody that might have considered removing Gavin Newsom, they've all been leaving California. They've been leaving. Right? They, they've come to the conclusion they can't fix it. I've come to the conclusion I can't fix New York. I admire Curtis Sliwa running for mayor. I'm supporting him. I like the guys running for for Governor Giuliani and Rob Astorino and Lee Zeldin. I admire all three of them. But it's the same situation to me. It's sad. It just is. But anyway, appreciate the call, my friend. 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. We'll have more on General Milley and the disaster. Now day 32, Americans held hostage behind enemy lines. No one in the media seems to even talk about it anymore. We're not going to stop. 